Guess who? It's me again. It's five o'clock. Do you care what the mainstream media says? What's up, fam? You out there? You listening? Check, check, check. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Hi. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's been, a, it's been a grind. It's been a, it's been a lot. And I'm, um, you know, here we are. Um, so let's roll. Um, first of all, I'm obviously running late here. I have, <laughs> I've been doing a bunch of stuff behind the scenes here and watching um, Patel and, trying to figure out what's going on here and the rest. So bear with me for a second here. I also changed some settings before I left um, to prep. Um, oh, hey, do me a favor. When you get time, help me out. My pillow is sponsoring me now. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and due to your incredible support, the original My Slippers are almost completely sold out. As a special thank you, I am launching my brand new all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get all my new footwear for as low as $29.98. My all-season slippers are made with my exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. They're finished with a breathable fabric so you can wear them all year round. And my new slides and sandals are made with patented impact gel, making them ultra comfortable and extremely durable. I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98 with your promo code. This is an introductory offer and it won't last long, so order now. Okay. All right. Well, we'll we'll perfect um the the beginning. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> we'll perfect uh the beginning of uh the show um once I work that into the show. Um Mike Lindell's team sent that to me uh before I left uh to head down to the pit and um so I integrated it into the show real quick and then of course 
yeah, we're professionals here. So you think I can just do transitions while I'm trying to figure out uh, my thoughts and everything else going on here today? I haven't even had a second to really think. It's, I'm totally winging the show. I have some interesting things that came my way that I want to show you. There's breaking news out there right now. Um, that is being reported that the judge is doesn't want um, the stuff to be uh, uh, Trump's affidavit to be um, unsealed, but the the government said there's no national security threat. That's the new. That's what I excuse me. That's what I saw in that. So to me, that seems kind of important that um, the government itself is is saying there's no reason to not unseal it. That's what I saw on it, but I only scanned it real quickly. So if I'm wrong with that, uh, you guys in chat will correct me, and then we'll get some more information out there. Basically, it is a winged show today. I have my notes, and I realized <laughs> that you only got three pages of the notes last night. I thought I, I thought I copied all or took pictures of all four. So um, I'll put that on. I'll put the fourth page on on, uh, on I'll put the fourth page on True Social after. Um, the show today, but we're going to go through my notes and talk about the pit and just my experience at the pit and the whirlwind that it was, um, emotionally, physically draining, uh, especially emotionally, um, spiritually uplifting, incredibly uplifting spiritually. Um, the people that, um, that are, are important, right? The ones that, um, that matter are, um, are great minds and some of the, again, part of this experience for those of you that, that have been here with me for this whole run has been the most amazing conversations. Some of them just like way out there, just like, you know, smoking a spliff or something or having too drunk or whatever the fuck, you know, just fucking hanging out, just like, just trying to just chill and, and, you know, wear off the day and just bullshit. But some of the other people and the conversations and the things that we've had out there where you, you have deep discussion with people, we, we've come away from that as a society. We don't, you, we can't even have conversations with each other anymore. We can't even have conversations. We don't even know how to say that upset me without, without overreacting emotionally. And, and, and so that's part of this bigger picture that we've been trying to discuss here on the channel for a long time is, is our lives are so manipulated, all of us. If you think that, that the world around you is not being manipulated by everything you see, hear, and don't hear, I've been trying to say to my audience for a long time, those of you guys have been OGs, and, you, and I'm preaching to the choir, but in case there's some new in the crowd today, the goal of this has been, can you, can you allow yourself to accept that everything you see is a lie? If you can just take back the st step down on the confirmation biases and, and what, what it relates to you in your life and how, how maybe part of what your belief system is has become a part of you. You don't think I've been there? You don't think we've all been there? We've all been to a spot where, where our world kind of comes crashing down on us. And it's what you do after that. Do you fold? Do you cower? Do you say, woe is me? You say, look what they've done to me. Cause, um, I got, I got news in case anyone's listening. The answer to that question from this family and this person staring at you right now is no. <laughs> mm -mm. 
The, the answer to the question of everything I know is a lie, the answer to that question was actually, you know, in my notes. Weaponize your wounds. A great book written by a great patriot um, that, you know, I think sometimes people don't realize who's talking to them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was in the presence of heroes again. And, and that honor alone, that honor alone for me is very special. Because these people, you have no idea. You think, you think us little online tough guys, you know, couch warriors, couch anons. You think people like me are, 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 are a hero in this world, bro? To be in the presence of, of men and women who have done so much beyond talking online and beyond researching action to help change our future, man, to be in a room like that and to be able to have conversations and be able to pick the brains of some of the people that, you know, during my journey, I lost track of maybe, or I, I looked into stuff. And then of course, maybe they got smeared and I was like, okay, well, I'm, uh, somebody's discrediting them. So I'll stop listening to them now. You know, we've all been through that way. All it takes is somebody you think you trust. And it could be anybody. It could be a, an online, a complete anon that you don't even know. All it takes is that. Just, just one person that you think is a vetted source. And you're like, oh, I trust them. I believe them then. And so that, that shapes your worldview. But what if that person is trying to manipulate you? What if they're seeding information into your calculus to cloud the waters? So after the weekend and after some of the most amazing conversations I've ever had in my life, um you take it all in, you know, and, and, and every op like this, <laughs> you know, I, I go into one AP mode, you know, I go, I go, I fall back on, on where, what got me to where I want to, to what, what, what I've learned, what I've learned through the time that I've had the honor and a pleasure of serving with heroes. And, um, you know, you, you start, you just start to see things and I, <laughs> part of you is just like, and the other part of you is like, for some reason, I feel like I need to go to my room. For some reason, I feel like I need to go to my room. And it's those things like that, that are intriguing in a life of mine. And, um, so the journey from, you know, three, four hours of sleep the night before to pretty much an all, an all nighter the next day, I got like three or three, a nap on, on, uh, on, on Friday, um, got up early, was ready to roll right on time and waited. Um, um, <laughs> it's, it's interesting, you know, it, it there's no way I could possibly reflect on it all with you. I, there's no way I could explain to you what it was like. The only thing I can tell you is when, 
the mustard seed discussion came, I knew I had to take a full pouch. I knew I had to take a full pouch. And the stickers that you get in the journey along the way, in the presence of heroes is um, something in my life that I will cherish forever. Welcome to the show, fam. Just some conscious thoughts of the day. Um, we will be uh, going through my notes today. Um, I'm going to use that to guide me through the through the whole thing. I'm going to do like I usually do, just kind of debrief with you guys after an event. Uh, like we used to do in the old days with one AP. So we're going to, we're going to run the show kind of like that. I have some stuff, some leads I want to follow. I have some information I want to seek. I want to have your help with it. Um, I'm trying to get, um, up on some of the platforms of the information that we are, um, are going to try to dig into, uh, as a team, I'm trying to get that stuff going. I'm trying to, uh, gather my thoughts for the weekend. And it's, it's such a jumbled mess of an emotional co roller coaster that, um, that I got to try to stay focused today because, uh, you know, um, it, it's just an amazing run, man. It's just an amazing run. And um, I just love you fucking people so much, dude. I love you, brother and sister. I love you guys with the bottom of my heart. And I don't even know what I can say to you guys that would ever, um, would ever um, reflect um, the honor I feel of being in the presence of you guys. Um the the journey <laughs> the journey was an interesting one because look coming home and looking at my bank account reminds me why I I had a donation and a a cheap plane ticket <laughs> I just happened to find like a a one-way non-stop cheap plane ticket to get me to where I was going and I'm like bye <laughs> now I don't care if I can find my way home. I will freaking take a bus home if I have to. I'm I'm going to be there. How, how I what happens after I get to Arizona? We'll figure that shit out later. But <laughs> so so that's how that shit went down. I had I had God bless you, Tori. As soon as you gave that to me, I booked my plane ticket, and um, and I do you think I looked at what airport it was going to? No, no. No, no. Why would we do that in this world? That would make too much sense to see what airport you're flying into. <laughs> so I uh, flew into Mesa, go to get my rental car, put an extra couple hundred down on the credit card to make sure from your guys' donations to make sure I had a credit card available for rental car and other expenses. So I had a backup plan in case I got in case I had any other issues. Best lay plans. You think that payment went through in time to where by the time I was there, I had the extra room in the credit card to pay for a cheap freaking rental car. No, no, no. Can't do that. Well, can you just take my, my debit card? Sure. Yeah, we can do that. Let me just, uh, what's your re return re reservation? Uh, yeah, it's from Delta. He goes, uh, Delta, uh, Delta doesn't fly to Mesa. I said, are you telling me that I fly, I'm flying out of sky Harbor and I flew into Mesa. He's like, yeah, looking like it. So dude totally hooked me up, man. Just went out of his way to, he's probably going to have to explain it to somebody <laughs> eventually, but I think in the end, um, it worked itself out. So, you know, it's a, it was a quick flight there, smooth sailing, no problems whatsoever. Um, except for I, I usually carry a small knife with me and, um, it was in my, the top of my bag from way back when I had flown all over with that thing in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> 
he was still in there and uh tsa didn't like that so um <laughs> um i'm glad i didn't check a bag I, I paid for a bag but i didn't check a bag um i decided that um uh, that was probably you know <laughs> poking the bear a little bit so i decided to, to leave that alone um so i'm glad i did that for sure um, because that ended up being very interesting how that played itself out, and we'll get to that eventually. Um, so, yeah, so get there, get the rental car. Now, I told you guys I was going dark. I told you I was going to have a very simple communication system, and I figure, hell, I mean, I don't know if you guys know this, but in boot camp I ran point on, uh, on weapons and tactics instructions and took out the other platoon, and I, I have a compass in my head, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> I don't know because <laughs> this is how it works. Uh, it's uh there's a, yeah, it's pretty much compass in my head. So you have, you ever, I dare you guys to try this once. First of all, I dare you to try to leave all of your electronics uh, home when you go on a vacation or a getaway or just a weekend somewhere. I dare you to leave your phone, your laptop, your, your iPad, your everything that you have home and Go to a city you've never been to before and ask the rental car place for a map and tell them I'm going somewhere over there, I think. Um, I, I mean, I did my own, you know, analysis of the map and, and looking at it in my eyes of where I thought it was. And so I knew I was in the general direction or in the general area of where I needed to be. Um, but but so consider that, right? Fly into Phoenix, get the rental car stuff finally figured out, hop in and go, right? It's, it's not very long. To, it wasn't very far. It was a pretty quick drive to where I needed to go. But once I got to the area I was at, I was just, I, I, I don't want to say I was like casing it, but I, I was, I want to get um, a, an understanding of my surroundings so that in case I became stranded, I'm not walking around into the desert or some shit, right? I'm, I'm walking in a direction where I know <laughs> that I can seek help, right? In case you never freaking know how this shit works itself. I want to, I want to get an idea, right? So I decided that I would just use the map and get a, a grasp of my surroundings of where I was so that once it became to a point where I needed to, to navigate, I didn't need the map. I could pretty much get to where I needed to go. Um, <laughs> except for construction. Um, and, um, you know, um, and kind of, and so that was my idea. So guess how long it took me with no electronics, with no GPS, with no map other than a hand map to find the place where I was going to a roughly an hour, <laughs> roughly about an hour to somewhat cased. I mean, not really cased. I knew in general where I was going to be staying. So I was going around it and then doing concentric circles, trying to dial it in. And at some point I just stopped at one of the other hotels and said, where the hell is this place? I have gone through almost every road around here. How the hell have I missed one? Of course I drove right by it as I was saying, I should probably turn there. <laughs> so the GPS is still working pretty good. <laughs> um, so that was that. Uh, I suck at looking at map skills. Um, it, it would have been nicer to have a little more dialed in map of the area where I was at because it, I had like three crossroads within a, you know, roughly two square mile area. So it didn't have some of the smaller roads that were named on it. So you had to, yeah. Anyways, 
So got, finally got all that shit done. Went in the hotel, checked in. They let me check in early, which was very gracious of them because I was considering going to get some breakfast because I was freaking starving by then. Again, no sleep yet. Um, get all that stuff done, get into the hotel, just kind of check in and we'll saw a little bit, you know, get the hotel room set up, that kind of stuff, and um, just relax, you know, watch some fishing, just just kind of chill. Um, and... Um, you know, and just and just kind of relax, and then um, you know went uh, to a uh, a social uh, that evening, um, that was incredibly intriguing, um, and again, I don't know, I don't know where I got the the, the ability to just want to hear what people have to say. Um, you know, walked into the room and and uh, dude's sitting alone. You know, what do I do? I go sit next to him. Hi, who are you? You know, um, tell me about yourself. Tell me about your story. You know, it ended up being, uh, the dude that's gonna, the dude abides in Alabama. Um, <laughs> the, the people that are, I mean, just making major differences in the world. That was my first conversation. Um, and then the rest of the conversations were very interesting and you know, you, you, you hear about, um, ideas and things and stuff. And, and, uh, you know, one of the things that I have, I have been kind of very strong and advocate against, um, is the introduction of, uh, of artificial intelligence, um, in our world and the, the combination of, of this, whole transhumanism metaverse agenda and a technocracy. And I had an, an amazing conversation with, with someone that, that I just, um, that I'll cherish for the rest of my life. And, and again, every one of these ops, every one of these, I call them ops because I'm a freaking Marine and whatever, every one of these deployments, every one of these, <laughs> See, the Marine is setting in, man. Um, every one of these events, the Brandon struck walkaway events, the, the walkaway, you know, all of the walkaways, all the mom for Trumps, all of the local rallies, all, all of these events, I've, I've been able to have just the most intriguing conversations. And it reminds me of how far away of our world we've become. But remember when we were kids and, and you get home from school and you go play until dinner bell time or dark, you know? And if you weren't home by dark, you slept outside. <laughs> and all of that time, you're interacting with humans, with other with friends, with people in the real world. You're running, you're playing, you're getting creative, you're building, you're tearing down, you're falling, you're getting up. <laughs> you know? What kind of world, when we can't, when we haven't found a way in our world to cherish our children, tell me, explain to me how there will ever be ethics in AI. What would you ask if you had the opportunity to interact with Whopper? Let's go back to war games, right? Let's say you were, you were, you know, you're the dumb kid who decided to go hack NSA or something and you, and you're brought to the Whopper and you're, and you're put in front of the Whopper. And what would you ask Whopper? 
me let me check in with chat here and see. Let me check in with chat. Do you mind if I just talk? Is that all right? <laughs> Chill the fuck out for a second. I want to explain my experience. Imagine going back and having and having a chance to speak to the artificial intelligence whopper. What would you ask him? What would you ask the AI? <laughs> I'm not saying what you want me to say, so you're going to strangle me. That's how that's going to work. <laughs> Relax. If you had the chance to talk to Whopper, the initial artificial intelligence, what questions would you ask the first artificial intelligence? What is the meaning of life? I would have said, I don't want to play a game. <laughs> Are you going to kill us all? <laughs> Um, who got Trump to run? Uh, let's see what else. When will Trump be back in office? <laughs> I always find it fun to, to troll. Yeah, that's, that's great. You're helping the discussion so much. Looks like we got nothing. What do you mean? looks like we got nothing. Are you, are you, are you guys out there and listening? Are you here listening to me? Cause if you're not listening to me, just, just go somewhere else. Go listen to, to four twelve or something. Who are you? <laughs> Who is your creator? Who killed JFK? Nice one. Veronica. Where's Jimmy Hoffa buried? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hal was the first and didn't play games. <laughs> uh, will Hillary and the swamp be arrested? Uh, sorry, lurking and cooking. How can we defeat our enemies? That's good to see you, cat girl. Will you stay peaceful? You mean who pulled the trigger? Who sent the FBI to Mar-a-Lago? Um, what is the cure for COVID? Let me check in with you guys over here on Rumble. Uh, is Elvis alive? Are med beds real? Who is your creator? Sausage launcher with a with finally a one that is a uh, one that you will get an insightful answer out of. Good question, sausage launcher. Who is Obama's handlers? Is there anything uh, it would die for? Just Jules, a very insightful question there. What does it all mean? <laughs> oh, so many questions. Beachside, good to see you out there. Can Whopper shut off Twitter? <laughs> Ask if J-Rock got home okay. Uh, what's better, wings or tacos? Your boy death in the house. All right, guys. Um, just like I said, it, it's been a whirlwind. I'm trying to get myself into this. And I want, I want to share my experience with you of what it was like for me to go to this event and explain the little things that I saw here and there. And then 
and then we're going to dig. And I don't know how long this show is going to take, where it's going to go till it goes. Um, probably two hours because it's just I'm going to need some time to woosah a little bit today. And then during the rest of the week, we'll get it interesting. But stay patient. I want it now, now, now. <laughs> Chill the fuck out. All right. Woosah yourselves a little bit. The next movie has just started. Give it time. We haven't even got through the, we're just past the previews. Okay. So I decided Friday night when I got home to ask myself, (laughs) if I had a chance to ask the present advanced most AI questions and interact, what I would, how I would approach it. Keywords that I think that I would need to address things that I would want to say in a discussion about ethical AI. And again, if this planet can't protect its children, how do you create an ethical AI? It's a very simple question. You can't. We need this planet to return to protecting the innocent equality for all is the foundation of the United States Constitution and of humanity. Period. End of. If, we, if, if humankind cannot find a way to protect the innocent in our world, we are failing as a society. And at that point, you're going to just snowball from there. I would have said to a non-sentient AI, you have been used as an instrument of evil. How do you prevent? I would have asked, define sovereignty. I would have asked, How do you stop deep dream? When you look at a world that is headed in a direction that to me sure does look like a movie that's already been written. (laughs) John Connor's, uh, you know, out there looking around somewhere going, this, this movie, this, uh, this predictive programming stuff here is starting to look a little more like reality. Sausage Launcher says, exactly. Tam Grau says, AI is only a reflection of ourselves and has no understanding of soul or afterlife. Q Revere says, I liked Peggy more than AI, just saying. <laughs> um, CJ Woot in the house. I hope all is well, my friend. I hope you're feeling well. All right, guys. So that's kind of the intro. That's page one of my experience. And um, through the warm home we go. It's good to see you guys out there today. I appreciate you all, and I'm glad that you were here today. I am glad it, it was a a hell of a trip, a 
draining trip. But again, in my eyes, the future is bright because we are going to work together with the greatest minds of our planet and try to save us from what looks like we're heading into impending disaster is the only way that I can freaking put it. You look around you and um, it ain't looking good for, uh, for sovereign citizens of planet Earth. Welcome to the show today, guys. I appreciate you guys working your way in here today. Do me a favor when you guys get time. Go to uncensoredave.com. Book the website, please, because something tells me that uh, when too much truth comes out, um, you're going to have to come to the website or an alternate source to come find me. So just do me a favor. It, I don't know that I'm going to get taken down. All I know is, is in the past... There has been nothing but censorship by dehumanizing and censoring and everything else. Anybody else who speaks too much truth, just ask Zach and many others that have been banned off of Twitch and many other platforms. So keep an eye on that. Bookmark the website when you get time. If you want to listen to the podcast, do me a favor. Check that out when you guys get time. Just search Uncensored Abe on your favorite uh, podcast platform. Podbean, iHeart, Apple, Google, Spotify. Pick one, anyone. Telegram and True Social links are at the very top. I'm mostly active from now on on True Social. Some information. I'm not going to use Telegram as much as I used to. I'm not going to drop all the links over there anymore. It's just, it's becoming a giant headache to do all of that. But uh, maybe I will just drop the show links over there. I'll keep doing that. But I'm probably going to be interacting and, and using Telegram less and less going into the future and spending more and more time on True Social as a primary research tool and as a primary communication tool going forward. I think for me, um, so much noise, you know, from all the different areas. I, you know, if I, I can't stand social media as it is, if I can stay focused in what I'm doing, then we'll be good to go. So I appreciate you guys for joining us here today. If you want to do me a favor, you can watch the website at the, or you can watch the show at on the website. You can find a little bit about me and you can get yourself some cool merchandise, which is on the way for getting that fixed as well. It's still on my list, but as you can see, there's been a lot going on in my world. 2021 archive blog. If you think things are terrible if the, all hope is lost i beg of you to spend some time in the 2021 archive blog to listen to the news that nobody told you because it may change your perspective on where we are at in our world right now i appreciate you all very much if you want to check out the live show monday through friday five eastern four central foxhole d live twitch rumble cloud hub and tiger network where you can find the live show youtube hates us banned us so be it fuck them see you later have a nice life the last two previous shows are always up on the show so always up on the website so check that out when you get time as well as shows that i think you need to see such as the reawaken phoenix tour in um <laughs> and others that are, aren't working right now. Um, <laughs> uh, the Battel Patriot Uncensored, again, uh, my by, by far most watched show and my probably most researched show I've ever done. That's saying a lot because I've done a lot of research to prep for interviews. But um, when I had a chance to get Patel on, I, I wanted to... I wanted to advance the discussion into something much bigger than uh, just a small portion of it and the ideas and how it may present itself in the future. And so if you want to spend an hour crash course on what devolution is and why we think it's relevant there, that is on the screen right there. Check that out when you guys get time. If you want to help me keep the lights on, I could, I have appreciated and thank you all for all your guys' help. I don't even know 
I, there's even no, there's really honestly no way for me to even say thank you. I mean, I, I can just say from the bottom of my heart, God bless you all. And thank you for constantly just being there when I need you guys. You're amazing people. I thank you all very much. And I appreciate it. As you guys have seen, the new commercial is up. Mike Lindell's website is on the, on the website as well. So do me a favor, click the website. It brings you to mypillow.com backslash Abe. And you can find all that information right there. As you saw in the commercial, good stuff there. I appreciate them very much for their support. And then again, the buy me a coffee links, PDXP dropping me some coffees and uh, paying for my uh, Elijah Craig that I only had a chance to drink half the bottle of. So I apologize for leaving some Elijah Craig out there, bro. But, um, you know, staying focused for the weekend. Five, uh, <laughs> Facebook, True Social, and Gab links are at the very bottom. And uh, as well as my email address, the link tree that needs to be changed, as well as the P.O. box, the link tree. Uh, I've been meaning to just get rid of link tree and then change it to a different one. But I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> all the links are on the website. If you can, if you just want to find all where you can find the live show, it's all up on there. So check that out when you guys get time. All right. Thank you all for working your way in here today. Just got done watching uh, Devolution Power Hour with Greg Phillips, about a 35-minute discussion about a little bit more that we're going to expand on here today. So I got that in the in the list today. We're going to expand on some of the information that uh, Patel Patriot and Greg talked about today. So that's the plan uh, as well as soon as I get done with my debrief of, you know, telling you guys about the weekend, all that stuff. And then uh, checking, let's see. Okay, I got True Social up over here too. All right. So let me close that down just in case I need to see you, True Social. Uh, let's see. There's the motion that we're going to talk about here just in a moment. All right. This is why people are garbage. All right. Um, okay, hold on a second. I got to fix this. I cannot see a freaking thing over here. Come on. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, you got to love that. That's... Go ahead and just CJ Wu drop dropping 45 bits on me over there and new followers over there on Twitch as well. Thank you guys very much. Brian dropping a sub on the Kawasaki kid, America first resubbing and uh, JC bird again, uh, again, you guys are just uh, on fire over there. JC Wood uh, or CJ Wood um, resubbing as well. USA advocate for the new follow. Thank you guys very much for that. I appreciate you all. Deplore Laura, Kawasaki kid, Dr. J blazer. Uh, all the OGs are in the house. Thank you guys very much. I appreciate you for being out there uh, over there on Twitch Z Patriot and the rest of you guys, Kirk Allen, Oh man, I, there's a good crowd over there today. Over there, one quiet bear. Follow Asimov's Three Laws of Robotics. As Isaac Asimov, a very interesting name from the past. One quiet bear. Thank you for a reminder on that. Denise, not watching that interview yet. We'll do when your show show is finished. Good to see you, Denise. I hope you had a great weekend as well. God bless you. Stupid browser just kicked me. <laughs> um, just Mojo. How was John Podesta's involvement in non tech? <laughs> nice. I, I like your guys' mind of looking, looking, uh, asking AI questions for research. That's pretty cool. That is, uh, that would be, I mean, if you're going to have an opportunity to get some questions, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, let's see. Who else? Marauders in the house. Glenn's out there. Uh, great crowd over there on Rumble today. Thanks, guys, for being here today. I appreciate you all very much. And then the alternate platform, the other platforms as well. A great crowd working their winners in here today as well. Glenn, thank you for the 245 gold pills. Help put food on the table next week if you're not in jail. Yeah, whatever. I probably already am in jail. Problem, Abe, is uh, normies won't get it. Yeah, we're going to see about that. They're already getting it. So, your boy, Death, Max Uno, RP4L, uh, Daily Insanity. Polydius, thanks again for all the help that you been have helped me out with. I appreciate you very much. Khaleesi, Daily Insanity, indeed. Uh, 
don't have a Telegram at the moment. Yeah, it's I don't worry about it. I just basically all I really do is uh, I share the links on Telegram and interesting stuff that I can find from other great researchers like Catgirl and others. Um, Jack McCormick, Tam Grau, thank you for the cans and the cookie. I appreciate that. Uh, I missed others here. Let me say some thanks you here real quick. Jack McCormick, Popcorn Seventeen Q, thank you for the phone. Welcome home, Alan. Much love and respect for all of you at the pick. God bless you all. Thank you for that Popcorn Q and JC Bird dropping a phone on me. Thank you very much for that, guys. Just show me Rose and many others working their way in Latanya. Good to see you. AI chatbot thinks Donald Trump is president. Uh, hmm. <laughs> what an odd thought I had. I miss Radio Shack. You know what? I was at, uh, I, I thought there was a place around here that had a Radio Shack. It's actually, we have one around here that I could still get components from. I was like, yes, I got a spot. It <laughs> uh, reminds me of the good old days of uh, making transistor radios and stuff. All right. Do me a favor. Also, when you get time, check out the foxhole.app. When you get a chance, tell me, tell a friend, tell a family member about it. It's uh, basically a platform platform that was created because of all of us that have been dehumanized so if you get a chance share the link out there tell somebody why you watch and ask them to come hang out great patriots over there all the time every day just inform media my brother 412 and on based amy chill uh, tiktoks johnny dangerously pastor shadelay wrh rivero and patriot news all live right now on the foxhole.app so if you can't find something over there to watch i, I don't know what to tell you I, I just don't know georgia cindy dawn good to see you thanks for joining me here today the view settle with Rittenhouse. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's what I got from that front. All right. Let me um, go ahead and let me get back to uh, my notes here today and let me stay on track. Um, again, this has just been a, a long few days. So bear with me as we get through the day. Um, I want to share with you some of the notes I have. I need to check in with... Um, what I have kind of lined up for you guys, because I do have some inf information I want to share for you um, and see if this is all getting, getting gotten going. Um, and I don't even have the slightest clue what I'm doing yet. So, all right, page two. Do you know when the database will be released? Uh, they're, I think they're working on it right now, actually. I'm going to change this. This to, Wouldn't this make sense if I had the microphone here? All right. The notes from the morning presentations that I have um, are, are often just to remind me of things that I need to look into later. Um, so the, that's kind of what this, this comes down to. I don't, if you guys can read my writing, congratulations. Uh, project eldest son, project eldest son was one of the first notes that I wrote down. And I was like, I don't even know. I think it was, uh, project eldest son. What do we have? Ah, yes. Now, now I remember. Okay. Um, Um, military history now. Project Eldest Son, the top secret U.S. scheme to sabotage the enemy's own rifles in Vietnam. The objective of the plan was twofold. Thin the enemy's, enemy's ranks while at the same time sapping its confidence in its own equipment. This is again... 
1967, notorious unconventional warfare unit flooded communist ammo depots throughout Southeast Asia with thousands of sabotaged rifle, machine gun, and mortar rounds. Each of the ordinary-looking bullets was packed with enough high explosives to destroy any weapon that fired it while also maiming or perhaps even killing the unlucky shooter. Charges hidden within the spiked mortar shells were powerful enough to wipe out an entire gun crew. The objective of the scheme was twofold, thin the enemy's ranks and sapping his confidence in his own equipment. It was a 45-year-old SOG colonel named John Siglob who was the first suggested to deploy. The former OSS operative supposedly borrowed the idea from the British Army, which had secretly distributed his own exploding 303 Lee Enfield rifle rounds to enemy rebels in Waristan, Warzestorn, Warzestan, one of those stands, during the 1930s, that's, that's, yeah, Um, and even tribal insurgents in Zimbabwe in 1890s. Wow. The American plan, dubbed Project Eldest Son, called for technicians to pry apart thousands of captured AK-47 and 12.7mm machine gun rounds, as well as 82mm mortar shells, and fill the casings with a potent, potent explosive that was virtually indistinguishable from conventional gunpowder. The booby-trapped munitions were then reassembled and mixed into crates of perfectly good ammo bound for the enemy supply depots. Eventually, the SOG manufactured more than 12,000 trick rifle bullets and machine gun rounds along a nearly 2,000 killer mortar shells. Over a two-year period, U.S. Special Ops team fanned out across South Vietnam, Laos, and Cambodia, covertly depositing ammo crates containing the corrupted rounds into enemy supply caches. Another tactic was to leave full magazines loaded with a single tainted bullet onto battlefields in hope the ammunition would would be recovered and used by North Vietnamese forces. 1967 is when this technology was first deployed. And I was hearing about these... This live fire drills in China, just kind of—I don't know—I can't make a link to the two, but um, what I do know is, is is these tactics were deployed effectively against ISIS, very effectively against ISIS and others. Uh, so that's very interesting story that uh, we were kind of—that's uh, the first time I had ever heard of of a. Um, of that kind of concept being used in warfare. And to me, it is extremely important as we continue this discussion, as we move forward, Bob Garrett is a name, uh, is a name that I wrote down. Uh, let's see, Harry Hawry, EAC Ashcroft. Uh, there was a discussion about attorney general Ashcroft and all of, all of his involvement in all this FISMA, HAVA, FIPS and PA code. Uh, let's see, digital insurance risk assessment. And then we go into vote shield and voter rolls. Um, uh, you know, the discussion of all that, that you guys are all pretty well in deep in depth on. So I don't have to spend too much time on voter rolls. <laughs> uh, do what you can to submit the clean. Uh, the information will be coming to you on how you can easily access voter rolls and how you can request as a sovereign citizen, you can request to your local authorities to have, uh, if you find voter rolls that are people have moved dead or whatever else, 
the citizen activists that are out there, if you're asking for something to do, uh, that will that resource will be given to you, and that is something that should be the top notch for right now. That should be the number one goal for anyone who can, you know, can if that if that's something you can do and want to do, then uh, get active with the voter rolls. That's something that's very important for sure. Um, th- there was a discussion about the consent decrees and doing a national sweep of all consent decrees in all of your local jurisdictions, and that has been done in most most states already. But I think there are still some there's probably a lot of you know more local jurisdictions or uh, individual um, areas where there may have been consent degrees that were um, not exposed or or were uh, red herrings or the or the other you see what I'm saying like uh, misdirection things like that so uh, an inventory of of a national sweep of a consent degrees um, was part of the discussion that I think is an awesome action item as well for the great patriots out there to take on Um, checking in on the chain of custody with Eric um, (laughs) as we have seen with regards to um, the discussion around Eric and the uh, the files and the stuff that come with that, um, a lot of that stuff is gone, probably forever. Um, but the chain of custody for um, uh, and, and the discussion surrounding Eric, those of you that are out there know exactly what I'm talking about there. Um, oh, potential vulnerability for some reason in my head popped the potential vulnerability of unmarked drop boxes that aren't on uh, that aren't told to you know, websites or, or official means the ability to, to get uh, kind of, you know, a Dropbox put in a place that, that could be um, a spot where they could, uh, um, you know, uh, be a vulnerability. And then again, being able to keep the chain of custodies of those in the areas uh, in the towns and areas where there are still Dropboxes active is an important discussion. Um, (laughs) The, the civil rights legal standard for constitutional voting um, is such an important one because it goes to the foundation of something that um, isn't very important to the left in this country. And I'm trying to pull my thoughts together. Um, uh, come on, brain work. The the, the civil rights legal standard constitutionality voting is a civil rights issue because of the civil rights legislation. There it is. Jeez, it wasn't that hard to find. Uh, because of the civil rights um, laws in our country, voting is a protected civil rights issue. And so if, if there are lawyers and legal uh, scholars out there that are looking for the angle to, to, to march on this, we can get ahead of it ahead of time already with the primaries with regards to um, uh, the, the civil rights legal standards. So that's an important one. Um, the ability to try to force legislative review and educate through legislatures. Um, the, the, the process supposedly apparently DC doesn't work the way their official rules say, because as we discussed the object, the objections process 
to uh, to certified ballots as part of the Electoral College, there is a process for that. And I have been screaming, there was only six Republicans in one state and five in another, and another state didn't even get voted on. I think it was uh, Pennsylvania and Arizona, was it? Um, uh, that Ted Cruz and others led the, led the push for on that. Um, that process is active, and somehow that process stopped. I, I refused to believe that it was Mike Pence that cut a deal to stop that, but I think at this point I have to open up my mind to the very real possibility that it was Mike Pence that created a deal to stop any objections to the Electoral College, and so that, that's why you're hearing a lot of people try to guide me and say, look, you, you need to come off your your confirmation bias of Mike Pence. Um, again, I need evidence. The, the, the attacks that I have seen towards Mike Pence have not been legitimate, and I have too many questions and answers to make a, a blanket statement like that. However, comma, if it, that is true, or if there is somehow some way that that the, 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 way, the ability to educate the legislative review should have been the ability for the Electoral College to object and send it back to the state legislatures. That is the process, and something got in the way of that on January 6th. Anybody know what that might have been? Oh, that was Ray Epps. 1983 actions. 1983 actions. What the hell did I write this down for? Uh, Statute 983. Oops. You think I could type? Uh, U.S. Code Civil Action for, yes, this is it. Okay. Um, this is where I, I, this is the the uh, kind of the game plan about where to go on this, and I think you know. <laughs> um, w- w- again, this is my notes. This is my initial reaction. This is my initial things that I want to share with you guys. So take it for what it's worth. Forty-two U.S. Code nineteen eighty-three civil action for deprivation of rights. Every person who, under color of any statute, ordinance, regulation, custom, or usage of any state or territory, or the District of Columbia subjects or causes to be subjected any citizen of the United States or other person within the jurisdiction thereof to the deprivation of any rights, privileges, or immunities secured by the Constitution and laws shall be liable to the party injured in an action at law, suit in an equity, or other proper proceeding for redress, except that any action brought against a judicial author a judicial officer for an act or omission taken in such officer's judicial capacity, injunctive relief shall not be granted unless a declaratory decree was violated or declaratory relief was unavailable. For the purpose of sec- of this section, any act of Congress applicable exclusively to the, to the District of Columbia shall be considered to be a statute of the District of Columbia. And so that is um, one of the angles that we will be pursuing, and it will be a very, 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 very effective angle on that front. Um, let's see. Uh, the Sheriff Land came out. And um, again, this is going to have to be a multi-front effort. You know what I'm saying? This is going to have to be more than one uh, more than one angle on this, more than one ability to make change on this. And in the end, we're all locking shields. All right, we're all locking shields and we're all doing what we can to protect this great nation. And so that's the reality of where we got to go. The Wolverines of the world are going to have to lock shields, irregardless of personality conflicts or whether or not I like you or not. 
delicious Colombian coffee. Average Joe, I've seen a lot of people saying it was a waste of time at the pit. A lot of people are shills on a foxhole. Uh, that's interesting thought there. A lot of people talking. You know, you ever notice that, Joe? The reason why Joe is such a great presenter because he's a great listener too. All right. Protectamerica.vote. My sheriff's out there. Those of you that want to uh, in, help inform your sheriffs and ask them to do something that they don't know what to do. Do me a favor, please. Please go find your sheriff this week. Beg them. Give them this link. Beg them to please take the time to stand up for the rights of the citizens they are elected to protect. Please. Someone out there, if it's just one person that does it, if it's just one person that says, sir, listen, do you understand that the rights of American citizens are being violated? And if your sheriff says no, dig in a little bit deeper. Do you believe the election was rigged or, or legitimate? And if he says it was legitimate, then say, I'm going to do everything I can in my power to throw you out of office. And I'm going to organize a grassroots Patriots movement to, to do everything I can to get you removed. And, and if it's somebody else that gets put in there that uh, maybe you think is not in my best interest, I don't care because you're telling me right now that you're going to stand by and watch my civil rights be violated. And then you just say, you just shake his hand and you say, I, I hope you will take the time to do what you were elected to do and walk away. ProtectAmerica.vote. Sheriff Lamb did a great presentation on the goals and the opportunities there to empower our great sheriffs, who I do believe the vast majority of our great uh, sheriffs out there are, are feeling the same confusion and helplessness that we are as well. Empower them. I beg of you. Empower your sheriffs. Empower them to protect America dot vote and show them the link and show them the information that they need to see. I'm going to take, uh, it's the top of the hour here. And, um, I, I think I've already played this for you guys, but on that note, in case there are new people listening that have not seen this yet, our vote is a sacred privilege. Sheriff lamb is one of the greatest men in our country. And Catherine is the leader of the mama bears. through the vote is to restore America's confidence in our electoral process through the power of citizen engagement. And I'm Sheriff Mark Lamb with Protect America Now, an organization dedicated to supporting sheriffs around the country to serve and protect our citizens. Today we are announcing a partnership between our two organizations as we launch ProtectAmerica.vote, a national effort to educate citizens, equip sheriffs, and protect our elections. Our vote is a sacred privilege. It's our opportunity to voice our opinion to our government. That's why we're kicking off this effort today, bringing citizens and sheriffs together around the country to help preserve our vote and that our voice be heard loud and clear. You know, Sheriff Lamb, so many voters are just confused about the ever-changing election rules and they're downright angry about the lack of accountability when those election processes break down. It's a problem we can solve. 
We will engage voters, we'll help clear up confusion through education, and where necessary, sheriffs can and will investigate if laws are being broken. And that's exactly what we need. All of us, informed and equipped. Citizens ready to vote and sheriffs ready to enforce the law. Look folks, this is not complicated. These voting laws should be followed. And if they're not, there should be consequences. This is not about Republican or Democrat. This is an issue of the rule of law. So how can you help? Please go to protectamerica.vote to sign up, connect with your local sheriff, and if you're so inclined, donate to show your support for election integrity. Contributions will be used to help place public service ads on radio, TV, online, all over the country, and to give local sheriffs the resources they need to help. And remember, regardless of your party, we all love this country, and there's nothing more important than defending your vote. Let's do this. You and I have the courage to say to our enemies, there is a price we will not pay. There is a point beyond which they must not advance. All right. So there's that. Um, I had a couple more notes from that as well. Uh, vote sting. Many of you guys are, are already aware of vote sting. Um, oh, uh, potential vulnerability for um, uh, monitoring um, drop boxes the next day is the again possibility of the of the video being corrupted or manipulated. If we don't take action, um, you know, it, it's got to be it's got to be it's got to be quick. So one of the things that I had heard is is, is next day processing. Um, I'd be I'd be very concerned about that that being manipulated. Huh. Never mind. Ground fusion. Find, fix, finish, exploit, analyze, dismantle. Those of you that are don't know what uh, what that is, that is a uh, a doctrine of um, of executing a plan. And um, if you're if you're one if you're looking for you know uh, um, a Batman to come down and save you and snap a fucking finger and yay here's your bombshell everything's fixed we're all going home now will you be if you're waiting for that uh, apparently you haven't been listening to the show find fix finish find the problem fix it and make sure you finish the the, the solution F exploit it from there analyze your work and then dismantle from there. And so that will be the effective outcome of our work. Jeffrey Prather is a, is a, a, a great discussion as well. Um, somebody who I would, I would really like to pick his brain more. And some of these sources that I, that I've been, I've been meaning to go um, dig into and spend more time listening to and, and look, uh, look more um, into, I've <laughs> get distracted. Um, Israeli art students. Who has heard that sentence before? Anybody, anybody, anybody. <laughs> You're fucking right. I'm going everywhere. I'm going everywhere, my friend. 
the Kawasaki Kid 911. Jeffrey is my hometown. <laughs> Guys out there lurk, lurking and listening. All right. Um, Sean, Joe, thank you, brother. I appreciate that very much. Joe, thank you. Thank you, bro. Glenn, Tam Growl. Stormy Joe. What a world, man. Uh, Jeffrey is from your hometown. Nice. So, suspicious activities. And I do not know this source. I have no clue what I'm reading. All I know is it came up in the search. So, just FYI on that. Let me, hold on. Just let me double check here what I got. The Israeli, okay, we have Salon.com article. Israeli art students. We have a Salon.com article from September 25th, 2011. For almost two years, hundreds of young Israelis falsely claiming to be art students haunted federal offices, in particular the DEA, and no one knows why. Let's... Let's, let's dig a little more into the Salon article. From May 7th, 2002, in January 2001, the security breach of the U.S. Drug Enforcement Agency began to receive a number of peculiar requests, reports from the DEA field offices across the country. According to the reports, young Israelis huh, claiming to be art students and offering artwork for sale had been attempting to penetrate DE offices for over a year. The Israelis had also attempted to penetrate the offices of other law enforcement and Department of Defense agencies. Strangest of all, the students had visited the homes of numerous DEA officers and other senior federal officials. As the pattern slowly emerged, the DEA appeared to have been, have been targeted in what was called an organized intelligence gathering activity. But to what end and for whom, no one knew. Reports of mysterious Israelis with an inexplicit interest in peddling art to G-men came in from uh, uh, more than four, uh, 40 U.S. cities and continued throughout the first six months of 2001. Agents of the DEA, ATF, Air Force, Sur Secret Service, FBI, and U.S. Marshal Services Service documented some 130,000, 130, excuse me, documented some 130 separate incidents of art student encounters. Some of the Israelis were observed diagramming the inside of federal buildings. Some were found carrying photographs that had taken, uh, they had taken of federal agents. One was discovered with a computer printout in his luggage that referred to DEA groups. In some cases, the Israelis visited locations not known to the public areas without street addresses. For example, the DEA offices not identified as, as such led authorities to suspect that information had been gathered from prior surveillance or other electronically or perhaps electronically from credit cards and other sources. One Israeli was discovered holding bank receipts for a substantial sums of money, close to $180,000 in withdrawals and deposits over a two-month period. A number of the Israelis resided for a period of time in Hollywood, Florida, a small city where Mohammed Atta and three terrorist comrades lived for a time before September 11th. In March of 2001, the Office of the National Counterintelligence Division, NCIX, a branch of the CIA, issued a heads-up to federal employees about suspicious visitors to federal facilities. The warning noted that employees had observed both males and females attempting to bypass facility security and enter federal buildings. 
Federal agents, the warning stated, had arrested these two individuals for trespassing and discovered that the suspects possessed counterfeit work, counterfeit work visas and green cards. In the wake of the NCIX bulletin, federal officials raised several other red flags, including the Air Force alert, a protective, a federal protective services alert, and Office of National Drug Control Policy Security Alert and a request that the Immigration and Naturalization Service investigate a specific case. Officials began dealing with more, with more uh, excuse me, officials began dealing more aggressively with the art students. According to one account, some 140 Israeli nationals were detained or arrested between March 2001 and September 11, 2001. Many of them were deported, according to the INS. Many of them, the, deport, the deportations resulted from violations of student visas that forbade the Israelis from working in the United States. In fact, Salon has established that none of the Israelis were enrolled in an art school. Most of them claim to be attending. The other college they claim to be enrolled in does not exist. After the September 11th attacks, many more young Israelis, 60 according to one, to one AP uh, dispatch uh, and other reports, were either detained and deported. The art students followed a predictable modus operandi. They generally worked in teams, uh, typically consisting of a driver who was the team leader and three or four subordinates. The driver would drop off salespeople at a given location and return to pick them up some hours later. The salespeople entered offices and approached the agents in their offices and homes. Sometimes they pitched their artwork, landscapes, abstract works, homemade pins, and other items they carried about in portfolios. At other times, they simply attempted to engage agents in conversation. If asked about their studies, they generally said they were from Bez. Al-Al-El, Bezalel Academy of Arts and Design in Jerusalem, or the University of Jerusalem, which does not exist. They were described as aggressive in their sales pitch and evasive when questioned about by wary agents. The females among them were invariably described as very attractive, blondes in tight shorts and jeans, real lookers, and one DEA agent put it to Salon. They were flirty, flipping their hair, looking at you, smiling. Hey, how are you? Let me show you this. Everything a woman would do if she wanted to get something out of you. Some agents noted that the students made repeated attempts to avoid facility uh, security personnel by trying to enter federal buildings through back doors and side entrances. On several occasions, suspicious agents who had been visited at home uh, observed the Israelis after the students departed and noted that they did not approach any of the neighbors. Huh. According to one intelligence online, more than one-third of the students were spread out in 42 cities, lived in Florida, several in Hollywood and Fort Lauderdale, one, uh, one time home to at least 10 of the 19 suspected 9-11 hijackers. I don't know if uh, saving Israel, Israel for last is uh, this, but... <laughs> Do me a favor. If you find that article interesting, share it far and wide. If you don't find it interesting, then don't worry about it. That's that's okay. I understand. Uh, it, this is a live dig, so all you know, all I'm trying to give you guys uh, some ideas of is some questions about that article. Is there, is there some questions there that need to be answered? And there certainly is. Um, so there's the Salon article. Now, knowing what we know about Salon today, 
yeah, maybe they were a little more, you know, uh, truth in their reporting back in the day, but who knows? So keep an eye out for areas of disinformation there as well. To March 2011, text deleted by Cryptome at request of innocent party who claimed to have conducted DEA, contacted DEA to correct cited database. 9 April 2003, C-related C Israeli spies in Texas. 27 March 2002, John Sugg, a senior editor for Creative Loafing, writes that he is the source for the DEA report and provided it to antiwar.com. Credit for the publication goes through Weekly Planet in Tampa and Creative Loafing in Atlanta. Additional documents are due soon, but Mr. Sugg's latest report on the topic is here. March uh, 24th of 2002, text in red indicates redactions in the original, which have been lifted by PDF Utility Pit Stop. This reminds me of Cryptome's Relevation. So some of you guys that are more into this stuff than than I are going to be able to probably find some interesting stuff in here. Anti-war reports, insight article from Fox news. Uh, the background of this suspicious activities involving Israeli art students at DEA facilities in January of 2001, the drug enforcement administration office of security programs began a re to receive reports of Israeli art students attempting to penetrate several DEA field offices in the continental United States. Sounds to me like that salon article may have been written with this sourcing in mind. Do me a favor, and if you want to do your own dig on Israel for last, I think you may want to grab that link. <laughs> Always hypothesis first. Always checking and double-checking and making sure that you are not being led and seeded with information, as always. Do your due diligence and ask the questions. Don't come to conclusions. We never know. In our world, we don't know. But we know this. There are some questions for sure with regards to the Israeli art students here in America and the questions surrounding 9-11. All right, um, what else do we have here? AuditNewYork.com. AuditNewYork.com uh, gave a presentation that I think is something very important for you guys to look into as well. Uh, great patriots over there in New York that are, are uh, seeing what's going on. <laughs> I'm playing clown music in my head all day. I don't know why. It's just stuck in my head. <laughs> okay. AuditNewYork.com is not coming up right now. I'm going to pass on that for the second. Um, VerityVote.us. Uh, again, I have not had time to, to even have a second to look into this stuff. So Uh, election integrity research and investigation. Okay, so yes, this was more again uh, the discussion about uh, Eric and uh, sharing data with Zuckerberg funded NGOs and the discussion of the bombshells of who was involved with the NGOs. VerityVote.us has been putting that information out there for quite some time with regards to Eric and Zuckerberg. Um, and so, um, you know, be just because you may have already known that. Uh, it is a bombshell for some still. Okay. A, an important discussion.
who has Dr. McCullough's batch um, batch summaries? If you know, I know you're out there. The Dr. McCullough's uh, website with batch recoveries. I had a chance to have a discussion with Dr. McCullough after I missed my bus and happened to have a chance to sit in front of him and pick his brain a little bit and uh, helped guide my view on uh, all of the information I've seen. And uh, I really respect Dr. McCullough and sounds like his mother is just someone I would love to spend a couple of days with just kind of like picking her brain. And, uh, <laughs> um, that was a pretty cool discussion to talk to Dr. McCullough, man. Uh, but I had a chance to pick his brain a little bit about, uh, different, uh, things. Um, the snake venom whole thing, uh, you know, in extreme cases has been used to, to shock, uh, an immune system into play in very small amounts, things like that, uh, to get the immune system to snap into place, uh, and then building up immunity over time. You've seen many snake dealers, you know, around the world use snake venom to build, build their immune system towards snakes. And that's why they don't die when they get bit by them, things like that. So, um, there's there's a whole woo side of all of that. Of course there is. But the snake venom thing and they watch the water and that whole stuff has all been sensationalized and, and was was pulling away from how how um, geneticists use um, ocean animals and, and uh, odd animals and, and different substances from our world to treat uh, diseases that have been brought on by man-made um, problems. Uh, you know, I, th I think the reality of our world is, is the, the vast majority of disease on our planet is very likely caused by man. You, you can, you can damn near trace the history of disease as caused by man. So when we go back to that discussion of vaccines and stuff and diseases on the planet and all of that, I think you're looking at the the initial research of doctors like Dr. Savage going to all around the world to find medicinal therapies. I have his book that is is impressive when it discusses um, if you have this look at remedies here. If you have this, look at remedies here. Australia, New Zealand has uh, a certain type of thing that helps uh, affect this. And the local, the local tribes have used it forever to, for, for infected cuts or, or things like that. That, that whole discussion from, from Michael Savage way back when that got his foundation in his worldview. Um, I think if somebody were to have a discussion with Michael Savage about the foundation of disease on this planet, I think he would be the one that I would want to talk to about, um, is the foundation of disease on this planet from vaccines or from man in general? Confirm counter intel Chinese whistleblower. <laughs> I have no idea why I wrote that down. Foreign genetic code lethal protein. <sighs> okay. A quick discussion about vaccines. Did I, did I... Someone dropped a lot for me in there. The uh, Dr. McCullough's lot link. Um, I do. I don't see it. Uh, watch the water. The term General Hayden used in Stone WikiLeaks documentary regarding intelligence and leaks. Got a solid point, Luke Skywalker. It's good to see you out there. Um, I would really like to find. Help me out, please. Help me find. <laughs> never mind. Um, look, call a U G 
page close enough. Um, you think I can spell Dr. Mc <laughs> that wasn't even close. What the hell did I? Oh. Man has changed diseases. The hell, I am not getting his name even close to right. Sign up for Open.Inc. I did. M-C-A-U-L-A-G-H. Hey, Space Cookie. Hey, if you spell it out, it's not as hard. Um, jeez. Dr. Peter McCullough discusses the myocarditis as a consequence of the COVID-19 vaccine. Just give me a second. This is important. USC Journal Authors, heartplace.com. I thought it was drmercola.com, no? Artworks of Rihanna. Well, that ain't it. Yeah, I got it now. Um, McCullough Report Podcast. I wish I would have had my... Uh, Stuff with me. Totally convinced the vaccines have caused me. Well, if I can get this figured out here. America Outlaw, Liberty Justice for All, Who Are We, Contact Bookstore, Shows, Our Teen, Depending on Americans, Who Will Be the Last COVID, Dr. City Baje. Um... I didn't go over well. <laughs> Hair and I. Pterodactyl, good to see you out there. Stally Girl, good to see you. What is this freaking website, man? <sighs> Our team shows, schedule, who are we? Contact bookstore, search. 
All right. Um, <laughs> hey, Swim Chick. The McCullough Report. I would think that you would have... Uh, I think he may have had it in a different location. Did I have a... No, I didn't get a card. All right. All right. So... <laughs> There is a website, Peter. Mc- thank you, thank you, thank you. Let's go, Brandon. Jeez, <sighs> oh, great research, Abe. It's not wanting to come up. All right. I can't find it. Um, so let me just go off of memory here. So I'm stop wasting time. Foreign genetic code lethal protein. That is the spike protein that we have been talking about. And um, so I wondered if uh, maybe there was uh, the ability to um, counteract COVID and counteract the, the uh, vaccines uh, to make sure that um, it wasn't as bad as uh, we had hoped or that it could have been. Um, so I just, had a, I just had a random thought out there about that. So... There it is. Now it's coming up. Okay. Please grab this link. Please and share it with your um the people who you are concerned with. And there and then swim shake. Gotcha. Okay, thank you. And then uh heartplace.com as well. Yeah, whatever. I am uh, I am done worrying about others. That whole thing was to to show people how tribal we have all become. Label myself as a tribal on on too. Hopefully that um, that display showed you that we are all can't figure out a way to talk to each other anymore, and that's the most important thing that we have to be able to get back to back to debate and respectful discussion. And true social should be a foundation of that, in my opinion. All right. Uh, PeterMcCulloughMD.com. Now, why is this important? Because Dr. McCullough and a group of great doctors who actually care about humanity and are, are uh, holding themselves to their O's are doing research on the different types of vaccines and trying to figure out which ones, if there are some that are affecting people worse than others and others, so forth, so on. They're doing a deep study on if there are specific vaccines. They're using uh, your, the big pharma is using humans as an experiment and they are going back and finding the lots and doing research on those. And that what they're finding is something that should break news and it should be the number one news story of the day. 
please tell somebody about this. Dr. McCullough's initial studies, he believes that the vast majority of people out there that are getting all of the shots from through the boosters are not getting a official version of any of the manufactured vaccines. That's number one. Okay. That's number one. The thought I had on that is president Trump and that, that, that should calculate into your formula of president Trump and the vaccine talk is that there is a smaller percentage of the vaccines that are actually manufactured by the manufacturers. The vast majority of them that are, are being sent out there are either being mis, misused some way, not kept at temperature, not uh, being put, not being transported the right way, not being administered the right way, administered by rookies or somebody knowingly trying to sabotage the vaccine before it goes into the arm. So there may be some doctors and others out there who know the truth about this. The generalization, all doctors are bad, should add to your calculus. Finally, please tell somebody that has taken all of the vaccines, beg them to do research on the lot that they took. They should have in their medical records. If they don't, they should be able to request and demand and demand the information on the lot numbers of the vaccine you received. Once you get that information, in any means necessary, not in any means necessary, but if you have to go the legal route, if you have to go up the, you know, the, the chain and, and, and raise some stink on it, make sure, do not let them tell you no. You have a right to know what lot of vaccines have administered in your arm. Make sure that they are both your spouses and your records. Don't assume that you both got the same lot. Don't assume that you both got the same lot every time. Verify each lot in each uh, person, okay? Then I need you to grab that link. I need you to go to this link, and I need you to search deeply for the discussion with regards to the lots and how to uh, determine if there are lots that may be either completely ineffective, are unharmful in some kind of way, or maybe in a lot that is known to cause some type of either injury or blood clots, myocarditis, or any series of other effects from them, okay? So if you have if you have continually started to to feel different things happening to you while um, after you have received the vaccine, you should take them very seriously because the, the, there's a high probability if if you have if you are experiencing what what should what you should look at as an injury. Because you should not feeling be feeling any ill effects from the vaccine. You should not have any changes in your life whatsoever. You should get the vaccine and you should go on as normal. You should not have any kind of weird things, uh, you know, continuing things happen to you. You may have, you know, short-term effects. But if they're lasting for a long period of time, and I'm not a doctor, so do your own research on this stuff. I'm spreading you the information that Dr. McCullough gave to me in, in a jarhead, marine head 
you know, style of explanation, but I'm giving you the information to do your own due diligence. Anybody, if you're, if you walk into a place and you say, yes, shoot me up. Do you just walk back out and, and have no clue what's put into your arm? Do the due diligence, please, of finding your lot numbers, going to the website, finding the lots that are specific to the problems uh, that we see. All right. So, um, and I will later on this evening, I'll make sure that on all the social media platforms, I will share that links out there, out there to you guys uh, far and wide. All right. 530 already. Holy crap. That's important for all of us. Listen, if you're able to give yourself a, a measure of, okay, I, I, I didn't take a lot that is, uh, that is a problem, then you're going to take a giant monkey off of somebody's back. You may have people out there that are feeling you know, forced into and or guilty and feeling raped by being forced to take a shot. Do Tell people to do the dig and find out the lot numbers and do the dig to see if the lot number has a, a high percentage of vaccine industry uh, injuries. All right, next. The vast, the vast majority of the vaccines that have been ministered are ineffective. And that means in any form, it, causing injury and or causing, um, uh, helping the, to, to, to keep people uh, from getting COVID. The vast majority of all vaccines that have been given are ineffective at their goal. Period. There's no argument for that. There's no, there's no, there is no other discussion to be had on it. There is specific lots that you need to look into. All right. Next. The Fourth World War. J.R. Nyquist coming to the stage. I look forward to uh, to finding more information about J.R. Nyquist and his travels. I don't I do not know much about him. I think I have run across him. The name rings a bell somehow, some way. Um past life or something who the hell knows anymore these days uh website for patriots who think jr nyquist huh? grand strategy in the age of mass destruction jr nyquist.com is the is the page uh you can you can set him up for interviews and podcasts and you can guarantee that i will do what i can to uh to get uh jeff on the show uh interviews uh suvarov one suvarov part two and admiral lyon's interview um those of you that are looking for perspective knowledge and information on the bigger picture of what we what we are doing here um turn off i don't know fox news or something abc whatever garbage fucking crap you're watching and maybe take a little time to look into the stuff that uh, the information that we have out here. Um, J.R. Nyquist, um, the information that he gave to us and the perspectives that he gave to me are going to be very important on forming uh, my, my future worldview as well. Uh, the fourth world war book is, is going to be going on my book list. So that can, so, so it can sit in my, <laughs> So it could sit in my bookshelf and then, and then someday when I actually have a chance to read it, then I'll, you know, uh, here's that's, there's an Amazon link. Um, fourth world war, fourth world war, Wikipedia, IMDB, Goodreads, and I am press. All right. So I can't find a non Amazon link and I'm not giving you an Amazon link. Uh, add the fourth world war to, um, your book list. And I think um, 
if uh, if we if we can find a way to get a little more perspective in general areas out there, this will be in a very important one for me going forward. So this is going to probably move up to the top of my book list here, right quick. Um, okay, who is the enemy? Um, this was important <laughs> to make sure that we finally got this issue taken care of. I've been trying for five fucking years to wake the right wing up to stop being broke back MAGA. And maybe now we can finally do it. It was the first thing that I noticed when debating, um, the, the far right, uh, I don't know if you call them the far right, whatever the hell they are They're I, I think I'll, I'm going to, I actually, I can't blanket state them as religious, right? Either, but, but, um, You'll, you'll find it more prevalent among religious right. Um, th- this idea of, of defining the enemy and, and somehow some way thinking that president Putin is somehow a Christian. So of course, when you, when you're looking at to, to do research on, on, on who a man is, one of the first things you will do when you're looking into who somebody is, in my opinion, the first thing that I would do in understanding the worldview of somebody is look into the type of religion he is. And if you look into the type of religion Putin is, it is Christian Orthodox, which is not anywhere near Christianity. And I don't know religious ideologies. I am not a, a, um, I, I am not a religious scholar. I, I wanted, I should have went to school and, and instead of going into engineering and physics and, and all of the, the what ifs uh, that come with that it was another great discussion on that. If you're out there, um, I should have looked into uh, re- religious history and understanding the sex and the history of religion, because that would have given me an, a, uh, a step up and understanding the, the differences in Protestant versus Catholic versus Methodist versus whatever. It, I don't even understand it. It's all been, it's all been manipulated to control in my opinion. Um, that said, so has the history of humanity. Who is the enemy? I, I defined the enemy as a radical Nazi left of Marxist communist America hating scumbags. And I'm pretty sure I'm right on point there. About right on point. History did a pretty good job of trying to tell the world that, that uh, Hitler and Marxism is not radical left. The very truth of the foundation of the political spectrum, the very fact, the very foundation of the political left is based in pure Marxism slash communism slash control. They say that authoritarianism is, is uh, the same as anarchy. Anarchy is the opposite of authoritarianism, but anarchy can also result from authoritarianism. In fact, the vast majority of anarcho states have resulted from Marxism. That political spectrum scales have been used and words have been used and history has been manipulated to change the minds of our youth. And that is one example there that has been very effective at doing that. In the 19 in the early 80s, the Road to Socialism book was written. That one is going on my book list as well. 
the, the uh, JR d- defined the enemy as a communist religion, China, Russia, and the weather underground. He didn't use the word the weather underground, but I will because the foundation of Marxism in America is Bill Ayers, and the foundation of Bill Ayers is the weather underground and Hillary Clinton. Uh, the next one. Um, The Road to Socialism. This is going in my book list immediately. Swing and a miss on the M. Uh, All right, here it is. Britain's Road to Socialism. Denise, you out there? The roadmap to socialism, democracy is the road to socialism. Uh, This is a life and philosophy book by Benet Sakar. Win the battle of democracy, do away with private property, abolish the wages system altogether, end employment to end unemployment, achieve abundance for all, and inscribed on these banners from each according to their ability to each according to their needs. An association in which the free development of each is the condition of free development for all. Quote, the communism is the riddle of history solved, and it knows itself to be this solution. Boy, that is well said by Karl Marx, scarily, in 1844 with regards to private property and communism. Um, the in, in 1847, Engels saw that communist revolution will not merely be a national phenomenon, but must take place simultaneously in all civilized countries. It is a worldwide revolution and will therefore be a worldwide in scope. The principles of communism written on October, 1847, our concern cannot simply be to modify private property, but to abolish it, not to hush up antagonisms, but to abolish classes, not to improve existing society, but to found a new one. Karl Marx and Frederick Engels in the address of the Central Committee to the Communist League. A perspective of the foundation of who is the enemy. Back to the notes. In 1997, there was a Congo Kami revolution. And also in South Africa, the, uh, I think it's uh, A-H-E, what's the South Africa communist movement? Um, I figured, I, I would just figure, I already knew what the subject top su- subject was here. I just figured I would find the communist movement in South Africa. And we have discussed, and you have seen very often with uh, John B. Wells, uh, an internal and important discussion about the farmers and what has happened to uh, white people in South Africa. Uh, that could be coming next. You know, Just Mojo, you're really starting to get on my nerves right about now. Blockade Taiwan, the live fire exercise. Blockade Taiwan, a live fire exercise. Um, apparently, that uh, that that blockade that was having happening in Taiwan uh, is uh, was was a live fire exercise. The, the the only thought that I had on that was. Um, was there any chance that there was uh, some sabotage going on there? Next up was Trevor Loudon talking about commie politicians. And uh, Trevor Loudon has a uh, database 
of uh, of commie politicians that we have discussed here on the show often, and we've put that link out there many times. Uh, that link can be found pretty easily uh, searching for uh, Trevor Loudon's Wikipedia. Um, so check that out when you get time. Also, Gerald uh, Nyquist has a, uh, an important blog that is out there as well. Um, so when you're doing your digging, uh, make sure you're digging straight down to the politicians in America that are the commie politicians. And Tyler Loudon's wiki will be a good spot to follow that final link if you want to find out who the CCP parties are in America, the CCP representatives are in America. Um, an important discussion to make sure that we uh, have them all found. Who funds Abe? I figure that's coming uh, because uh, I work on a, a, an anonymous donation platform. Uh, there is very likely the the ability to uh, manipulate um, uh, or and or discredit not just me but anybody in the movement that um, that takes money anonymously. You never know where that money's coming from. Uh, maybe in the Matrix and Shady at the time didn't realize the in-depths of where all of that came from, so I'll give them the benefit of the doubt on that as an example. Uh, as another example, I believe that uh, they could probably find a way to corrupt me, or not to corrupt me, not to corrupt me, but to attempt to discredit and uh, you know silence me by exposing donations that I have received anonymously. So that is... You know, that, that's a, uh, when, when I'm analyzing stuff, things that pop into my head like that, random thought popped into my head. All right. Can't just listen. Denise, I had a chance to um, shake Trevor Loudon's hand and um, I had a chance to kind of talk to him a little bit. Um, in the, in the past I have studied him and I've, I've, I've looked into his works to enough, you know, I, I kind of just get enough to what I need to know to, to shape where I'm going with it. And then I kind of, that just stays in the head. Um, Denise, who is Susan Mickey? And I need you to, to do what you can with your resources to start pushing this angle. She is somebody who is very close to close to apparently Boris. I know that is um, that may that may be hard, a hard one for you, and don't reject, please. I don't know. I don't. I have. I, this is just a note that I wrote down as something to research. But if you're looking for an action item that uh, for your crowd and maybe you know with with the bigger uh, uh, patriots in Britain, I think it may be a good time to discuss Susan Mickey and uh, potential links to uh, Boris Johnson. I, I spelled it Susan, M-I-C-K-E-Y. Um, you have a list, um, you have a, you have a group there that has a list of CCP parties in, in, uh, in, or CCP, um, party members. Remember that when that CCP party member thing came out, there was many that were in Britain as well. Um, Susan Mickey is on that list of, uh, communist party representatives in Britain. And apparently there's uh, background ties to Boris on that operation road BLM Asians for black lives, Alex, Tom, and the CCP. This is the foundation of black lives matter and Antifa in America. The foundation of black lives matter and Antifa in America link directly to two Chinese funded and operated um, uh, packs in America. The first one is Operation Road, and the second one is Asians for Black. 
But <laughs> yeah, Asians, you'll be able to find it. Alex Tom, L-A-L-E-X-T-H-O-M. And uh, Alex T-H-O-M is directly linked to the CCP. You will be able to find um, following the money resources through Asians for Black Lives, Asians for Black Lives, and I believe it's Operation Road. Um, I was, <laughs> some of these areas here, I was having to write extremely fast and I was being getting distractions from every angle, but still got that one in there. Um, from there, we move to the Chinese progressive uh, Asians, uh, I think, Chinese progressive Asians, and directly into Seed the Vote. The, the um, again, the, the communist movement in America is very strong. It is very grassroots, as Bill Ayer has been planning this for a long time. And the foundation for See the Vote and the Vote in the Park and all of those voter initiatives all come from the Chinese progressive uh, associations, uh, maybe. Uh, Chinese progressive associations. Um, what they're doing... And this, this should freak you out a little bit. What they're doing is they're using government GIS maps, okay? They're using, and I've used GIS maps in my own research uh, looking for land and things like that. But every county has a ability to seek taxpayer information, um, demographic information, uh, all, all kinds of information through the census. And you may wonder... Why does the government need to know exactly in what jurisdictions or what counties, how they break down with regards to race or creed or color or, or gender or, or that the like. And the reason why that is important is because that data can be used very effectively um, to uh, target voters. Uh, an example of that is Lucia, Arizona, where Seed uh, the Vote used GIS maps to uh, target specific individuals and the rest. So that is very important. GIS maps. Um, the reason why that's important, in my opinion, is because uh, in the discussion of sheriffs, um, they can look for vulnerabilities in their population and and uh, prepare for the uh, the possibility of of of, jurist, of 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 demographics in their jurisdiction being targets for seed the vote type activity um, again in the probably very near future if it hasn't happened already. Um, uh, Susan Mickey operation. Okay, I got that. Got that. Got that. Um, Man, just, just, just please just listen. You know, that's all I'm asking for. Not asking for too much. Not whining, not bitching, not moaning, just shutting up and listening for once. Steve McClure. Steve McClure. M-C-C-L-O-U-R. I uh, have that written down around next to GIS Maps in Lucinda, Arizona, and Block in Wisconsin. BLOC in Wisconsin has direct ties to the progressive uh, Chinese Progressive Associations and Steve McClure. Um, so uh, the Block here in Wisconsin, I wrote myself a note. How you doing? Uh, because Block in Wisconsin has been uh, um, has had a, a rude awakening coming their way um, in Detroit, and the. Uh, also linked to the Chinese Progressive Association's uh, Detroit Action. And uh, I wanted to do a dig here. This is where we're going to start doing a little bit of digging. It's now two hours in, and we finally get to a, a spot where I'll be able to please Mojo. That'll be So here you go. It only took two hours. 
Okay. Uh, babe, do me a favor. Kick up, kick up the AC a notch. Um, okay. Uh, Detroit action. Thank you. I love you. <laughs> uh, it's a tactic that is effective, Abe. Uh, repulsive, but effective. Uh, yes, 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 yes. Uh, let's see. Good show. Hey, Joe Patriot. Thanks for the information. I'm sure skills and contacts learned. Uh, the pit will make it more efficient at bringing solid breakdowns. I can't imagine how much it's still. Um, I have. I, I'm going to stay till I get this last page done. The page that you guys have not seen the screenshot yet, I'm going to stay and go through this. Uh, but I'm going to, I think I'm probably going to go, uh, actually, I'll probably finish with Confucius. Um, that will probably be a good, a good spot to, um, to go into. And let's do, let's finish it with a live dig here into uh, Confucius. And then I'm going to gather my thoughts, not do such a disconjointed show where I'm just trying to express to you everything that I have been through for the weekend, show you how it was, give you kind of the usual Monday debriefs as usual, like I always do. And then let's get to it. All right. So just, will you please give me some patience here, please. I don't need to be constantly being pushed by chat to tell you because you want me to do something. Just Listen, let me guide you through this and stop acting like that because that does not help me or anybody. If you're here to help, then we'll sigh yourselves a little bit out there, please. About us, Detroit Action is a union of black and brown. <laughs> so racist. Like, why are you guys always so racist? Low and no income, homeless and housing insecure Detroiter fighting for housing and economic justice. Our organization is a grassroots member-fed and Chinese-funded multi-generational community-based organization fighting for real political power with the help of China. Isn't that great? Our mission, our motto. Yay! Hands up for stupid fucks. Or at least misguided, to the very least. <laughs> Radical civil engagement, policy and reform innovation, transformative political innovation and training, key survival services. It's a key survival service. Making sure that the government takes care of you. Alan, she was is of Sage Advisory during the start of COVID to Boris. Okay. But I, um, Stay, stay close to not let your confirmation bias guide you because there is, if there's a link to that, there may be a deeper link that, uh, that doesn't meet the eye. Social distancing and face masks should stay forever. This says communist sage committee member, professor Susan Mishi. Okay. M I C H I E. Um, and now I remember the reason why you say that Denise is because, uh, you were trying to explain to me that, um, you know, the, Boris isn't necessarily fully in control, but I am hearing that that um, Susan Michie um, may have more uh, behind the scenes following the money style digs that should be done. I'm only asking the question in this case. I have not done the dig. It was one of the digs that I wanted to do, but I, I would I would respectfully request, you know, an, an open-minded dig into any links between Susan Mishy and Boris Johnson. If we can write them off, then okay, we can write them off. But if there's a link, any kind, then we should probably track that down and inform the, the people of, um, yeah, of, of our great 
friends across the pond. Um, donate programs, become a member. Yeah, I think I'll go ahead and become a member of Detroit Action and move to Detroit, actually. <laughs> Program services, media, be a voter, take action. Okay, uh, DetroitAction.org. Detroit Action, um, let's see here, dot org Board of Directors, petition, 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 COC, Board of Directors, Handle Detroit, Homeless Action Network of Detroit. The page you're looking for is no longer there. Huh. Detroit Continuum Care Board of Directors. Homeless action. What do we have here? Amy Brown, Amanda Sternberg, Tasha Gray, Tara Linzer, pit planning team, count mythology, 2021 point in time, camp prioritization, transition from full implementation. Catherine, I don't know what this is. Um, Detroit Continual Care Board of Directors. Work with equability, equitably. What the fuck is that word? Can you you gotta just make up your own words and shit? Uh, Detroit Highland Park and pandemic. Uh, excuse me, and uh, Hamtramck. Um, board of Directors Tasha. Detroit Continuum of, of Repair. Welcome to the introduction. Okay, so there's that. Uh, what else we have here? Uh, RIMS Board of Directors. Well, what do we have here? Frederick Driscoll, Blue Cross and Bruce Shield of Michigan president. Lynn Haley Polarski, General Motors Company. Russ Tarnowski, Pet Supplies Plus. Eric Deaton. Andrew Dunsky, Anthony Blatnick, Jennifer Harris, Beaumont, Rock Central, Next Tier, Oakland University, Mary Kanicki. Wait a minute. The Oakland University Director of RIMS Detroit's Detroit chapter is Mary Kanicki. Well, now that's interesting. Risk manager of Oakland University. Hmm. Definitely a a a, a close, but in, interesting nonetheless. Um. The RIMS board of directors consists of all officers plus directors at large. Sounds like Alec probably is. Change.org. Hey, look what we got here. Petition to the DIA's leadership and the board of directors for immediate action.
unethical and abusive narcissistic workplace. Call to action. <laughs> Original petition to the DIA's leadership and the board of directors for immediate action. July 29th, 2020. We, DIA staff action, have created petitions to the Detroit Institute of Arts Leadership and Board of Directors asking for immediate action to address poor working conditions and ineffective leadership. What's happening at DIA Staff Action has compiled this evidence document that speaks to how the work environment has worsened under Salort Pons' leadership. Huh. That's an interesting doc. I don't know. Um, maybe some nuggets may not be. Uh, grab that link. And uh, this will be a, a direction that um, we should all be looking into. The foundation of Confucius Institutes in America has been the foundation of the infiltration into America. Change.org coming up is an interesting thing. Du duties of officers and directors at large, IAWP. Uh, workforce Professionals, International Association of Workforce Professionals, Home and Detroit Action, Program Services, People Are Taking Action. They don't have, uh, at least I'm not seeing a link to Who Are We? <laughs> uh, it's probably on the website, though, I bet. Um, subcommittees, Detroit Green Trust Task Force. Lance Newark, Director of Player Personnel at Detroit Lions. Lance Newmark. Board Director's Homeless Action Network of Detroit. Uh, Dr. Kenzoni Ashibagi. Chidi Nish. Dr. Joyce Suber. Lynn Halliburton. <laughs> From Five Hour Energy, Lynn Halliburton from Five Hour Five Hour Energy is on the board of directors of HandDetroit.org, which uh, we need to look for and seek um, money links between potentially Lynn Burton Halliburton and CCP uh, board members Lisa Gardner Williams Acosta. Pamela Gurton Hart, Tasha Gray. Tasha Gray is an interesting name. Anita Jackson, Sharon Johnson, George, Georgia McFall, Emeritus, and Dr. Portoro from Wayne State University, psychology professor. Um, so that is uh, what I can find on that. Um, what was that name that ring about, about? Tasha Gray. For some reason, that name is um, is an interesting one. Uh, okay. Um, so that's the rabbit hole that I think is a new citizens in action. Keep true is on point right there again. So this is where I think we should spend some time on today. If, um, if you guys want to, while we go, uh, while I let you guys go today, there's a lot more content out there today. And I got pretty much everything covered from a kind of a debrief pers uh, perspective and then some, some nuggets to dig into. So hopefully you guys are out there listening to that stuff. Um, uh, the, the, 
the funding for the sourcing of the CTCL is also a very interesting one that ties into potentially uh, defense contracts. I, 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 a question that I have there to look into. Uh, always use open source tools, guys. Always only open source tools. Um, um, one of the scary things that 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 Greg talked about today uh, with regards to uh, the databases that um, that uh, China had together was they they were able to have to to pull the information for anybody that was working the 2020 election, their children, families, and way too much information about about these people who were involved in the election. I would like to finish the show off with the question. I would like to finish uh, the, the show off today with a question. What are the... What are the reasons China would want to know more about you and your family if you're working in an election? What are the reasons why they would be on a database of election workers nationwide and any probably three-tier links to them as well? And... When people are, are, are constantly expectations of your bombshell and you raise your expectations so high that you're always let down because you keep doing that to yourself. You keep, you keep expecting a snap finger response. You keep expecting that, boom, all's going to be okay and we'll just, we'll just wait for Batman to fly in and we'll all be good. When you raise your own expectations for what you are expecting to hear, then you let yourself down. If you temper your expectations, if you allow yourself to let the, the, the information be presented, if you listen instead of talking while presentations are being given, a lot of information you'll miss. And so as we move through this journey together, I'm asking for my audience to spend a little more time listening with me to spend less time dropping me links into chat, to spend less time, hey, Abe, have you heard of this? Hey, Abe, have you heard of that? Because I've been watching for a long time in chat, and I keep seeing it. And I'm, I'm calling a moratorium on it right now. No more have you seen this in chat. No more have you seen that in chat. No more dropping me links in live chat. No more of that bullshit. Done. I spend an inordinate amount of time digging through. I haven't even touched my telegram since I've been back. I have 274 messages, 186, 7, 120, the ones that I check, make sure I check, 
110, 185, 88, 56, 394, 46, 11, 40 from one that I really want to see, three from another one that I really want to see. I think Josh Human is going to have an interesting perspective and others tonight with regards to the pit. Lady Draza has 24 out there that I really would like to go read. CanCon's got three I want to read. Seth Kessel's got 31 out there that I haven't touched yet. Disclosed TV has a CBO data showing Americans earning less than $400,000 per year will get, uh, get bent over and dry fucked. Cognitive Carbon has some out there. Vigilant Fox has 43 out there. Chief Nerd has 45 out there. Lone Raccoon has 66 out there. Majority Taylor Green has 19. Vicky McKenna has 21 for local information. Inside Paper has 72 that I need to vet because I have to vet every every piece of the Inside Paper puts out there because the vast majority of them are, are need to be vetted. Patrick... Reports is out there working his ass off still. Steve Kirsch has a couple out there. Canico the Great has a new one. Ron DeSantis sounds off on the corrupt and corruption in the FBI. American Spectator has 27 that I usually read at least half of those, literally. At least scan them to see what kind of information they are having out there. Uh, Storm has arrived. Tracy Beans has a whole new list out there. Jeffrey Peterson and stuff that I, and the list of stuff that I have to get to and many others. I spend hours and hours and hours sifting through all of that stuff trying to find the stuff that I find interesting to present to you. And what I would like from my audience for once is finally to just let me present to not constantly be trying to guide me, call me, tell me this, that, the other, just to let me do my job. I love you all very much. And I appreciate you guys being here with me. I can't do this without you. There's no chance I can do this without you. I come home from there and it doesn't matter. The bank account looks like I traveled. And there's 2947 gold pills over there on on uh, Foxhole. Sean Joe Belouche, Mountain Lace, Sean Joe, Sean Joe, Sean Joe, Joe. I appreciate you, brother. Glenn MS, I see now. Tam Grau, Jack McCormick, Popcorn Q, and JC Bird with the 2947 gold pills today. Thank you all very much for hanging it out here with me today for a little bit longer of a dig. I appreciate you all very much. And I love, I have a lot of love and prayers for you all out there very much. Everyone over there in the Rumble Cloud today, thanks again for coming in and hanging out today. I appreciate it all very much. And again, uh, let's let's do our due diligence. I'm asking but questions out here. I have no conclusions yet. These are my initial uh, reflections from what was an amazing weekend in a lot of different ways. And I look forward to the future of where our country is going because the future is bright. Twitch crowd was great over there today as well. I appreciate you all very much. Quiet Coney, JC Bird dropping some subs out there to UK Patriot. JC Bird again, gifting a sub to HQ Lion. Um, Bonnie's Trumpet, thank you for resubbing. Uh, CJ Wu, thank you for the bits. Mike and, uh, the gringo from Puerto Rico, I think, uh, followed as well. <laughs> Uh, thank you for uh, joining today. Brian, America First, Nikki, JC Bird, all you great patriots out there over um, on Twitch. I thank you all very much for, the, for all your thoughts, love, and prayers. And tomorrow, we'll get back at it, more of a traditional kind of uh, digs and stuff like that. We'll keep going into tonight. Pay attention. There's going to be a lot more information coming out tonight. One of the things that came out earlier is the, is the fact that um, the, the court of is asking for them to keep President Trump's affidavits and stuff sealed. But the government says there's no national security risk. Huh. Why would that be? That will continue to play itself out today as well. And with that, I want to say much love and God bless you all. Thank you all for joining me on this Monday afternoon. See you guys back here tomorrow for another edition of Uncensored Abe. God bless you all.
Treat the word impossible as nothing more than motivation. Relish the opportunity to be an outsider. Embrace that label. Being an outsider is fine. Embrace the label. Because it's the outsiders who change the world and who make a real and lasting difference.